Hey everyone, it's Caitlin and Erin, and you're listening to Worth the Wait. Hey everyone, um, it's just Caitlin this week. Um, my Erin is out uh, doing work. She is representing Samford well, um, doing her job. But we are actually having our first guest speaker this week. Um, my good friend Josh is going to be here speaking with us today a little bit about online dating, dating in college, and what that looks like from a guy's perspective, because obviously Aaron and I can't offer that. Um, but we are excited to continue our dating series. This is kind of like a little buffer, but next week we are having our second episode in the dating series, which is the pursuit of being pursued, um, how women should be pursued in a Christian relationship, um, how guys, how that role plays in for them, and um, just kind of what it looks like on both ends and in our generation because um, definitely times have changed (laughs) since like the 1900s. And although we say chivalry is dead, it definitely shouldn't be, but uh, stick around for that. But um, I'm going to let Josh kind of introduce himself a little bit. How are you doing? Hey, Caitlin, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm a little tired this morning, but I am like looking forward to being on the podcast. Um, kind of a nerd for podcasts, so I'm, I'm excited to be here. Um, I guess I can get into myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, your so, major, where you're yeah, from, of all course, that stuff. The, the whole spiel. Um, so <laughs> I'm a senior here at Samford. I'm studying nursing. I'm in my like I don't know what what semester they call it, the third semester or whatever. But I'm really in the the thick of it currently. Um, found Samford through my high school back at home in Texas from yeah. Dallas. Um, there's a theme. We have yeah, a lot of Texas people on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of us. Thank goodness. Um, but yeah, I heard about it from from my high school. Came out and visited. Came out to or looked at the nursing school. Really liked it better than any, better than any school I'd seen uh, since. So happy to be here at Sanford. It's trying at times, but um, it's it's still a good experience overall. So um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, how'd you hear about Worth the Wait? <laughs> I actually saw it through your Instagram bio and it's okay. a podcast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Go check it out, y'all. Um, I I just, um, like I said, I'm kind of a nerd for podcasts, different ones, but I like clicked on it, listened to it, found a lot of good info, a lot of good material on it. Um, it yeah, it, it kind of, I was disappointed that there weren't like more episodes, let's oh. put it that way, so it was it was it's well done um and it's i think it's great to hear at least from a guy's standpoint like what how the girls at Sanford like think about these different things and like how what the thought process is and like where um where their minds go because a lot of times uh we're like we kind of don't know so yeah 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 for sure and it's it's so funny that you know you <laughs> actually offered uh Josh uh asked me uh, kind of texted me and he's like, Hey, like, I really like your podcast. Um, like would love to be like offer some insight sometime, which obviously, you know, Aaron are looking and I are looking for all the time, but, um, because Aaron was so busy this week, I was like, yeah, what are you doing this week? Because, uh, I, I, I definitely took him up on the offer like right away. Yeah. So we're really excited to have him on the show and kind of do things a little bit differently than what we've been doing. Um, but one of the things that I think uh, Josh had heard from a previous episode, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. um, kind of the basis of like online dating um, and how that looks and how a lot of how I was dealing with a lot of my happiness being based off um, the apps and relying on it a lot. But 
Um, I just I think it's really interesting and Josh Josh said he had a little bit of the same experience so I definitely wanted to talk about that today um, so I guess like overall like how did you feel about dating apps before you were on them like what, what did you think of them yeah I think beforehand I definitely like noticed a, uh, I guess a stigma about it there mm-hmm. was there's kind of a there's definitely like a neg- negative stigma or reputation like associated with with different apps um, I think for a good reasons for some of them I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure but mm-hmm. um yeah so I definitely wasn't like very public about it or uh, it was kind of just something I kept to myself um but yeah that's that's I'd say like kind of a negative stigma overall yeah and like what brought you into online dating I I honestly um vulnerability moment I was kind of just I was a little bored but also felt kind of lonely I think it was, yeah. a, it was a point where I think a lot of people can relate to this. A point where I got, I just got back to campus, um, and started feeling like I was the odd man out. You know, my friends were dating people. Um, everywhere I looked, it seems like someone was getting into a relationship or was continuing one. And I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of just turned turned toward online dating a little bit um, to kind of maybe kind of fill that hole, which wasn't really that healthy, but. Um, I think that's how I kind of got into it initially. Yeah, so. I, I can see where you're coming from, like coming out of, I mean, just now kind of coming out of quarantine, you know, it was a whole six months at home in like my hometown. And I was like, I don't know what else to do. It definitely became uh, something I used when I was bored. Um, yeah. It was never, I don't know, like I went into it with the intention of like, yeah, like it'd be great to get a relationship out of this, but I don't think any part of me was expecting that to happen. Yeah. And so I kind of just went into it like mindlessly swiping and it took up a lot of my time when, honestly, I could be doing something way more productive. For sure. Um, but it's definitely interesting, you know, being back on campus. Um, I think the college outlook of online dating can be a little bit different, especially like, in the culture we're in. It usually turns a lot to, like, hookup culture and stuff like that. And um, I know personally, like, I'm not all about that, but um, I can see where the stigma comes from with that. And, like, how do you feel about it now, I guess, getting into it? Like, so being on it, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, on and off. Um, yeah, I definitely think that that's, that's a big part of the stigma, uh, like the, the hookup culture, quote-unquote. Like, I think that's – I personally haven't really <laughs> seen any of it, yeah. um, which is a good thing. But I, I believe, like, it's out there. Um, I think maybe the Lord is, like, shielding me from that. Um, but, yeah, I think that plays into the stigma. I think that, that just occurs whenever you have – college kids or young kids that are bored or that are um in need of that fulfillment you talked about I think that's definitely like something that people search for fulfillment from these apps yeah definitely that's a that's a big part of it I think that and I think it's easy to look for your fulfillment and like your happiness um that can even maybe just start off as like entertainment like I know what you're saying about feeling bored like I definitely definitely was there um definitely was there initially I think upon getting back to school um I think that boredom and like looking for I guess you can call it entertainment what it turned into it it turned into and can can very easily turn into like a a seeking for like happiness or or maybe some kind of fulfillment or something like that which ultimately had to like I ultimately had to realize that that wasn't um that was not the right place to be looking for that and and I um really I really felt what she was what Caitlin you were saying about um oh, what 
was it the last college life group at Dawson mm -hmm. Baptist because um, I was there too and yeah. I heard the same message and felt the same way and I was like yeah that, uh, that was I think the Lord speaking to me telling me like showing me that part of myself that um, I needed to change yeah so, and it was it was a great sermon um, yeah. it was basically about what you base your contentment on um, based like how your day is going if you have a good morning how it sets the mood for a good day but maybe if you don't um, it leads to a bad day and ultimately how we should be content in the Lord's faithfulness and that he's going to provide and that he's going to give us the best outcome and that he has like a plan for us and that we need to be content with that and not basing our feelings on um, basically the material things of the world on who you're talking to whether or not you're getting attention because it can be something to get caught in so easily and I've done it so many times so um, the Lord was definitely speaking to me with that sermon because I was definitely basing a lot of like how I was feeling based on who I was talking to um, and what attention I was getting so um, yeah that, that was a great sermon it was a great a great way to kind of talk talk about it because it's it's definitely not something we think about like habitually I guess yeah um, but I guess so like going into online dating like what were you wanting from it like what was what was the end goal like in a perfect world I, I think like ultimately probably like some sort of solid relationship I mean I didn't know whether or not that would actually happen um, and it like it <clears throat> it didn't really um, but I mean there I'd say that like I don't know if my hope is like restored in that or something yeah poetic like that but um I don't know there it wasn't it definitely wasn't all like I don't know it wasn't all of the like hookup culture like stigma that I had heard that it was yeah and it might have been because like that's not what I was like practically like seeking out you know like or that's not what I was pursuing or like know how to but um yeah I I don't know I thought that like maybe something could come of it and it kind of was, I don't know if I truly expected that or not, but um, I think maybe I started to believe that that's what it could it could turn into. Um, yeah. And just, I don't know, kind of a backwards way of thinking. Um, it was I, that I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. And it, again, realized that, like, this is not super healthy. Um, and I don't know, I had to, had to learn from that. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, yeah, been there, done that. I um, feel that I think it's stemming from that kind of, like, fulfillment of, like, having someone, of being in a relationship, mm -hmm. not Definitely. being the odd man out. Um, it's just, like, that hope that, like, you are going to find your person. Um, you don't really hear a lot of stories. I mean, I feel like I haven't heard a lot of stories on my end of, like, people meeting and, like, dating someone long-term from a dating app. And I'm, I'm just now, got, like, starting to hear about it and... Um, I think when, from what I've seen with it, when it's taken the right way, when you're not, when you're searching for the right thing, I don't know, I just feel like commitment is such a scary thing on the online dating world because you're talking to someone that you can't really see, you're not really with, um, so it doesn't feel like all the stakes are there, um, and so kind of like asking someone on a date and like doing it in person, like yeah. it just never feels like that's going to happen, you know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. Um, but I guess ultimately, like how do you feel like, you know, when you're looking for someone that you want to date, you have qualities, you yeah. have, like, a mental checklist that, like, sure. you would prefer to kind of have checked off. How did you kind of survey that on, like, online dating? Like, what were you looking for? How would you find it? Like, elaborate on that, I guess. Yeah, yeah um, I, well, I would say that ultimately, um, I think my checklist, like, 
my checklist includes uh, like well, I don't know, there's there's a lot, but there's yeah. <laughs> or a good amount, but there I mean some of the top ones are obviously like someone who loves the Lord and like that's evident in their life, mm-hmm. um, and you know analogy that someone shared with me was like you know chase after pursue after the lord chase after him and if someone's like right next to you running just as hard as you are then like that's a great analogy which yeah and i've heard that a thousand times and that that, that's like a good that's a good foundation a good basis that and like i mean someone who shares um a lot of same values about family about um I think about like raising a family or about, um, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot I haven't unpacked there mentally with myself yet, but there's just a lot of stuff like, like stuff that you just don't, you're not willing to sacrifice. Yeah. And like, how did you gauge that on online dating? Like yeah. I would know you're, you're good. Um, I think, I don't know. You, small conversation to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. I, to be honest, I didn't quite, seek that out as much as I should have um I think maybe that was just like in a point of of looking for attention or I don't know I it's also hard to like delve into that deep yeah. of a, I, I think maybe for different people it's it's you know easier or it's or it's not as much of a problem but I guess I guess I didn't it's hard to kind of jump straight into that or you need to work <laughs> out to it obviously but um I would say I don't know, I definitely think there are, like, there are people out there with like-minded, they're like-minded and have the same values. It's just, it's kind of a, it's almost kind of like a shot in the dark. Yeah. Determining who is who. Um, and. Just kind of going from there. I mean, yeah. I can, yeah. I think it, it's definitely, talking to a stranger, I don't know, for me, like, it's it's easier to say something to someone that I don't know, but it's not something you jump into right away. Of course. Um. Yeah. I don't, it just never feels intentional. I can't do small talk. So online dating mm-hmm. usually is small talk or like a yeah. punchline or yeah. something like that. And so I don't know in some way, like you said, like I think there was like that end goal of like romanticizing that I was going to find my person mm-hmm. or like a person I could date on a dating app. But I don't know, like I never felt like invested. I never felt like I was committed to it. Like it, it never felt serious. Um, and ultimately, like did you, did you have, have you had like any great outcomes from it or? I mean, there's been a couple of like, I'd say, like, relationships, but, like, friendships that have kind of come of it. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. It feels kind of superficial at the at the least. Uh, I don't know. So, I wouldn't say, like, any, like, great outcomes. I think, like, yeah. you kind of learn as you go, um, and you can, like, adjust and, like, kind of maybe find more of that, but maybe not necessarily as much as I, as I would have liked. Um, and I think yeah. a big part of that, that's a big part of... Uh, or a big part of that has to do with what you're saying, which is like a lot of a lot of it is superficial, like service level at the least, because you're just meeting that person, and so it's it can be difficult unless you just like both click really quickly. Um, it's hard to like um, I don't know. It's hard to it's just, it's hard to find like what you want from like a traditional relationship because a traditional relationship, I guess, when you're talking to like, like you meet someone, you guys become friends, and you start dating. Like, in a perfect world, that's how it happens. And with online dating, I feel like it's kind of like you both know why you're there. Both don't know anything about each other. It's like the only way you can see it anywhere, like, and know anything about them is kind of just, like, going on a date. I feel like most of the time that doesn't even happen. It's, like, conversation, working up to it, or talking about random things, and it never happens. So, 
um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like, like, online dating isn't serious, at least for me. Like, it never feels like, I don't know. Like, I know what I want from it, but I, th- I liked what you were saying, um, a little, like, earlier, kind of talking about, like, um, you know, how the app not only like, controls your contentment, but kind of, like, you, you mentioned, like, the idolize, like, idolization of the app, um, or apps or whatever you're using. Um, what do you think that stems out of? I think that stems out of, like, I don't know. I think I think it. I think it comes from not having your. Uh, I don't know. It's a complex qu- question and answer. I think, but I think it stems from maybe not having your um, initial like values and contentment squared away beforehand. I yeah. definitely saw. Um, I definitely saw the Lord like nudge me back. Maybe not like away from it, but just like kind of give me back in the realign lane. I should have, yeah, yeah, realign me because um, I think it was it was becoming too easy to to like idolize it, um, and I think that starts off as like being bored and it's like entertaining, and then it's like oh you're getting attention, and then like it can become almost to the point where you're uh, yeah like idolizing or like obsessing or something like that, and it it's I had to like look back at it and, and like realize is this where like my contentment is and is this like going to be the source of my contentment which like it shouldn't be um I can definitely yeah, yeah. I feel like you know I kind of caught myself I know you were talking about it earlier too is like using the app when you're bored yeah. it's like not something you use for intentionally I kind of like if you want to talk more about that kind of like what you were saying kind of using it at the end of the day or not when when you're not thinking about it, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, working toward that or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... I think it's 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 important. It's kind of like being on Instagram or Snapchat, like any social media. Mm-hmm. It's important to, like, limit your time on, on like, an online dating. Yeah. I, I definitely... Yeah. I think it's the same way. It's so easy to be kind of mindless about it because if you... I mean unless you're really exhausting all your resources I mean you're going to be swiping for a while like it's not they do it on purpose to provide you like a stream of different people and all the content is just available right there at your fingertips really I mean um I think it's funny with online dating because it's really not it's not personality based like maybe dating should be it's based on their pictures and that that's Mm -hmm. the first thing that attracts you unless you know they've like written out who they are like in their bio or something so it's a chance, um, but it's taken on, like, looks, I guess, so, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I like, like, online dating, I think it's fun, but I don't, I don't know, like, there's a lot of different ways people feel about it, I don't think it's an inherently, like, bad thing, I think it's something that um, can be used when you have, like, the right intentions and you're in the right mindset, yeah. I think self-evaluating yourself is something you need to do, whether or not, you know, you're aware that you need to do it, I think having that accountability is, like, always a great thing, but during quarantine, it was really easy to get caught up in it you know I think I think you can relate to that like you know we're sent home and like you said that fulfillment I think it comes out of like loneliness we weren't really having anything to do so yeah I I think it's interesting and um I think you you brought up Aaron's quote from the last episode with the casual dating and like how it's practicing for divorce um like what were some of your thoughts on that I thought that was um (laughs) to begin with I thought that was a great quote um, I was like driving in my car, uh, and I heard that, and I was like, oh, it kind of shook me. I was like, that was that was really good. That was that was on point. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that was 
like a uh, a great example of like what or a great picture of like what that can lead to mm-hmm. or like will lead to um, because if it's if you're a focusing on like superficial things and like uh, kind of like instant gratification uh, but not really like committing and like really getting to know the person um, you're not building a foundation for like ultimately down the road like for marriage because you know you're gonna get you're gonna get bored with like the the um, instant gratifications or like the quick highs or whatever like you're you know all the all the things are like exciting now like ultimately they're gonna they're gonna fade a little bit uh, which is like I think is normal but as long as you have that person that's like I don't know that you have a true connection with and um, a true connection and and like someone you like you can sh- you feel like you can share life with that yeah. uh, you know that's what's that's what you need to find um, and the and the the casual dating isn't really going to get you to that point and I think I think the flip side of that is um, just as important where you know casual dating practice for divorce but I don't think every every relationship that you're in that when you're dating is like equivalent to marriage you know because the person you date it's you're dating to find a person to find qualities that you like and you would like in someone that you eventually do marry but it's not always guaranteed that every person you date is going to be the person that you marry um and i think that's equally as important um as recognizing when you know casual dating equals divorce but like serious dating and relationships not it's not always going to end up in marriage and you can't put like i think you kind of said like all your eggs in one basket you need to kind of spread it out and be open and um I definitely think that there are there are ways to keep an open mind in a relationship and not go into the mindset where it's like okay this is a person I'm going to marry and this is how I'm going to have to adjust my life at points a b and c you know you can't get too caught up in it you have to take it day by day but it has to be something that um I think when it's Christ-centered it's just going to happen naturally um but I think we were kind of talking about this earlier is dating in college, especially um, not only on a Christian campus, but where we're at in Sanford. Um, it's really easy to come into the mindset with ring before spring is mm-hmm. a, a big thing here. So if you want to kind of touch base, because we've talked about that on how that looks on our end. But if you want yeah. to elaborate on the ratio here at Sanford yeah. <laughs> from yeah. a guy's perspective. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, again, I'm a nursing major, so technically, I think the ratio for me is, like, seven to one. <laughs> there are plenty of times when it's more than that. Uh, like, classes that I'm in, there's, there's like, I'm the only guy in the room. So, um, <laughs> that that sounds, that might sound, like, attractive to someone who's, like, looking at nursing school. Um, I, I guess a guy who's looking at nursing school. But um, I think that, yeah, the ratio is definitely weird. It's kind of a, I'd be interested to know if it's like that at other schools like Samford, um, same size and like values and whatnot. But I think I don't know. The ring by spring is kind of a is kind of a tricky such uh, tricky topic because a lot of people think different uh, think differently on it. But I think that for the most part, guys. Um, Unless they are like dating, currently dating someone, um, I think guys for the most part aren't aren't like trying to graduate here with a ring, uh, you know, more than a graduate. <laughs> yeah. not, no, not a ring, more than a graduation ring. And I and I think that the perception of everyone has is that like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like the common perception is maybe that um, it's it's like a thing 
it's a thing that, that girls are looking for and pushing for. And then like you have your serious couples who are obviously going to get married and that's, that's great for them. Um, but it's, it seems like, you know, uh, a topic or a, a item that like a lot of chicks might be looking for, but guys aren't. Um, and I think, I think it plays both ways to an extent. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly what y'all said on the last episode. Um, but it's my memory's failing me a little bit. But no, I think I think as far as like ring before spring, it's interesting because it. Um, I don't. I think I think being in Greek life, another thing too is that's also very popular. We oh, have, of course. Have you know? It's always fun to see like your sisters getting married or getting engaged. Um, but it's it's it feels like, at least for me, it felt like coming in my freshman year that like that when I heard Ring Before Spring and I saw a few people doing it, that it's if you don't find your person in college, you're never going to find your person. And yeah. ultimately, that's not true. Um, but it's it's easy to get caught up in that culture because it can be a little bit overwhelming when it is junior and senior year and mm-hmm. you do feel like the odd man out. Your friends are in relationships. Yeah. Um, but it, it's funny, the family that I nanny for here in the area, um, they met in college. Um, they dated for seven years, I believe. Uh, coming out of college but she was telling me that a lot of her friends graduated with their boyfriends that they'd had all four years but um sometimes those rings before spring like don't even make it to marriage you know it's something that once you get into the real world like after college it's not it's not what you're used to it's a whole different world different scenario and when you are attached with someone you know it's either you're going to end up in the same place someone's going to compromise or something or uh you're going to have to go two different ways and it's long distance and neither way can be fun like all around but there's just something about I guess leaving college with a ring on your finger it's just like your future is set like you have Mm -hmm. something to look forward to um but it can be so easy to get caught up in because honestly it's not realistic there's so many people that leave college and meet people um doing passions similar to them or along the way and like you said I think when you're running the race that the Lord's just going to put someone in your life that's running that race right there with you because um you know, it's on his timing, not ours, and that's that's easy to forget. I think. <laughs> Definitely, I um, I completely agree with what you said. I think that, I think yeah, it's it's a it's easy to come in and look at it like, oh my gosh, like if I don't find somebody while I'm in college, like I won't. And, it, and I've heard people say that to me, and I have like my gag, re- not gag reflex, my like <laughs> my my knee jerk reflex is, or reaction is. Is to kind of is to kind of chuckle a little bit, but I mean, if I'm honest, uh, there are times when I feel like that myself, or maybe it's like a subconscious feeling of like, I, like I can't be, I should be dating somebody, or I think that kind of s- spreads throughout all of Samford. Like, yeah, I think I saw that. I kind of I ad- uh, adapted that mindset when I got back from quarantine for like the first um, the first week of being back home, and before before I was back on campus, I was like I. I thought to myself, like, like watch this happen. I'm going to, like, come back, and I'm not really even, like, interested or, like, trying to find something currently. Uh, mm-hmm. Or it's not, like, you know, occupying my mind. But I'm going to get back to campus and be there for, like, less than a week, and that's, that's going to, like, be one of the, f- like, three top things on my mind. And for whatever reason, like, that happened. And and so it's kind of a struggle to, like, where am I, where am I, um, where am I putting my values? Where am I, like, investing my time and my, like, happiness, kind of? Is it, like, in pursuing, trying to find a relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it, like, in other more, I guess I would say more wholesome things, like, 
in a way that not to knock relationships but um <laughs> focusing on like whatever god is calling you to at the moment yeah. and and then i had to really trust i'd really trust him to not only carry me through the calling he's got me in because school is hard but um also like apply that same mindset to a relationship or finding a wife one day um yeah. which is like I have to I have to trust that he's going to provide that in the same way that he's like provided for me getting through school. Yeah. Um, I think it I think you know a lot of people a lot of people kind of look down on including myself um your season of singleness. It can seem yeah. like um everyone has a boyfriend, everyone has a girlfriend. It's like where is, you know, my person? Like yeah. I should be having this fun time in college. Um and I really think, you know, the more I think about it the more I'm like learning is that learning about myself I think during quarantine it's like in your season of singleness especially during college like what you said like God's calling to you um it's a time where like a lot of factors are being played into you know what you want to do for the rest of your life your job where you're going to go after college internships um it's really hard to kind of like put your 100% into that when you have another person and I'm not saying that's impossible I'm not saying that's wrong but like use your season of singleness to be productive to pour into yourself into your own future um i know personally that was like what happened for me this summer kind of unexpectedly was like i didn't really know what i wanted to do with my business degree but um the lord made it very clear through a bunch of circumstances some of the reading i did that like finance and marketing was what i wanted to do and i really don't think i could have done that without the meditation and solitude that (laughs) kind of like quarantine provided um but really, like, don't look at your season of singleness as a time to kind of be, like, moping around. And I got caught up in that so many times. Like, I'm saying this as someone who's, like, out of it now and, like, just trying to look towards my future and as many opportunities as possible that, you know, your season of singleness is to make you into the person God wants you to be when you're ready to enter that relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because a relationship isn't going to solve problems that you have right now or doubts that you may have it's only going to bring them to the surface and reveal them even more and that usually doesn't make for a great relationship to start you know what I mean so yeah I think this season of singleness is you know you were talking about with your nursing I mean that's a big deal um kind of seeing where you're gonna go from there um how do you kind of feel like your your faith has played into this both online dating dating on campus just dating in general I think uh I think I've seen trying to figure out how to say this um i think i've seen more times than not i think i've seen the lord nudging me or like realigning me toward i want to say toward like just trusting him and like staying single i think it's too easy especially especially with all the girls that are on campus it's too easy to to think like like i got this god like i can go i can go out and do this and Mm -hmm. like and I mean, I'm not, I haven't heard the reviews, but, um, I, I think that, I think that I can, I would say me and like maybe most guys on campus feel like we can talk to just about anybody and just and be like an open person, even if you're a little more reserved, like I am and, and like find a good friend there or like find someone who's maybe interested in the same things and like see if something works out. But like too often it, it can be like this, like. God, give like let me have the reins. Like I, I want the yep. reins. Like give me the reins. Mm-hmm. You know, 
and, and like I can handle it, I can do it, and like you always you always crash out and roll down a creek bed, and like it just <laughs> that's the truth on yeah, that one, yeah. It's it's so easy to do that, and, and I think I think um, a lot of times it's because you know I can say oh I know what I I know what I need, but what I'm really saying is like I know what I want, and I think I know I think the Lord knows both of those, but I think He knows what I need first and foremost, um, and He's going to provide that. And then there's also what you were saying, just becoming that person that, that, um, that, that like man or woman of God that he wants you to, to be for when you meet your future spouse. Like, like I wouldn't want to meet some, I don't, if like I was, if, if God was to like bring my like future spouse to me on campus, like, you know, half baked, let's say she's like a wild, a wild girl or like, you know, not, you know running around doing whatever, half I would be baked. so, I don't know. I, what came to mind. She's not. She's not. Full. No, not not like high. Not, not no. I'm she's just, not like fully there yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah not not fully there yet. That's and a the great same, term. The same for guys. You know, not all the way there. Um, but I mean, like you know, running around, partying, or like, or, I mean, you know, I don't know, doing doing things that you would, would that like if you met her, you'd be like, uh, like I'm not like she's nice, but like I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I'll, she's half baked. I'll, I'll be. Fr- <laughs> We'll be we'll be good friends and that's about it. But you know you, you wouldn't want to do that and then potentially miss out on that person. So I mean, um, to follow up with that, my prayer has been, um, and it needs to be more often. But my prayer has been, like, show me the parts of my life that I can change. Like, help me become that like man of God that I need to be for yeah. that person. Because there's a lot of times where I'm like, he calls me out on it, and I'm and I'm like. Like what am I doing? Like this is this is dumb for for what for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, whatever whatever thing it is in my life, and I'm like obviously we're all sinners, we're all broken, and that's actually kind of the beauty of finding a relationship at one point is that like, is it you realize that like you're you're both broken, like neither of you can really fully provide the needs of each other. That's where the Lord comes in, but also you can kind of rest in the fact that like you don't have to be perfect for this person. Like the last girl I dated air quotes yeah, air quotes um, yeah. <laughs> can't see the air quotes can't see the air Sam. quotes y'all but the last girl I dated um I thought for the, for a while there at the beginning like oh she's too good for me like I can't I can't like hold up to this and mm-hmm. and it was so flawed because I mean obviously she's broken just like I am in different ways but but um you can't expect that someone's going to be perfect or you can't, you also, but you also can't sit there and discredit yourself and say like, I'm not good enough for this person because yeah. of this and that. I mean, like check your heart. And if you're, if you're like actively in defiance of like, uh, God's like what God's telling you to do or calling you to do, then like that's, that's different, but, but you can't, you can't expect yourself to be perfect and you can't expect, um, whoever you're pursuing to be perfect either. Yeah, I yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and we kind of we kind of touched base on that a little bit on the last episode of like you know the person you date isn't going to be perfect. I mean, you have to recognize that you know the only perfect person was God. Like really, I mean you can't you can't stray too far away from the idea of idolizing that person because they're and in the same way you can't you need to be confident in yourself because. Um, having that insecurity or looking for someone to make you feel better mm. um, in a relationship, I don't think that bodes well. Um, you have to be completely confident in yourself and uh, in your relationship with Christ to really 
fulfill and I mean that's not going to solve everything but I think it's definitely going to help mature the relationship to the best of its ability you know it's it's something that um, you know God made commitment um, to each other for marriage and there's no other way to you know figure out if this person's the one for you besides dating them Um, but you have to recognize that like that person's not going to be your your perfect half I mean they will be in a certain way but it's like it's not a straight cut line down the middle it's jagged there's yeah. going to be pieces yeah. missing that'll come together through helping each other and having a Christ-centered relationship so I, I definitely feel on that um the ratio on campus I don't I honestly don't know what it is at other schools I'm sure it's way better at state schools but like <laughs> here it's, it's definitely like a lot of girls a small number of guys and Josh and I were actually talking about this. So Josh is in the nursing school, which is a really big program here at Sanford. There's a lot of girls in it. Um, and like he said, very often he's the only girl or the only guy, <laughs> not the only girl, not the, the only guy on in his classes. Um, and I'm on the flip side of that. I'm in the business school, and that's where a lot of the guys are on campus. Um, and I'm, I'm not usually the only girl in the class, but um, there's definitely more guys in that, in that building than anywhere else on campus. Um, <laughs> But, and you think, you're like, oh yeah, that makes it so easy. You can talk to whoever. And honestly, I think it just makes it harder. I don't know. I don't think it makes it harder. I think it's just like, when you have all these opportunities, I don't know. I'm not feeling called anyone in particular. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, being in the business in the nursing school is, you know, opposite genders as a majority uh, has its, I guess, perceived perks, but not really. Um, But um, I guess ultimately, um, just kind of getting to hear... I guess anything else you think you think the girls should know <laughs> from the guy's perspective on anything like that? Any any final remarks? Mm. I know you can't speak for the entire male population, I but can't say, um, yeah. speaking as Josh Bradford, yeah, uh, going from there. I would say, I mean, I really should have prepared something for this. <laughs> um, Your speech, you didn't have it ready. No, I didn't have my script ready. Um, no, but I don't know. I would say. For the girls, like, don't feel, I don't know. I, I think, I might speak for all guys here, I might not. But to an extent, to one extent or another, a lot of times, like, guys can miss, like, cues or, like, social cues or you want, and maybe even, like, flirting. Like, yeah. I can I, I can see it in some of my closer friends because I've been around them more. And I'm like, okay, like, why are you acting like this, like, around this? But I get it. It's like, oh, it's flirting. Um, maybe, I think maybe guys, more guys are, like, better versed in that like know how to spot that um but i mean like if if you're i guess maybe one piece of advice would be like if you're trying to pursue someone or you like really like someone like don't feel like shy in letting them know because they might feel the same way and they just might not know how to like like put that that. out there you know and i i and it doesn't make you look like bad or anything i mean i i think it's attractive um and I, that that might just be because I'm more of a reserved person, and I'm not like super well versed in like how to how to like start how that to off. pursue. Well, listen to next week's episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't speak for the entire female population on that, but like you know, I think I think being pursued in a relationship on both ends is very important, and it's yeah. not a it's not a one sided thing. I think you know the classic guy makes the first move is totally okay and I think that's something you should look for in some sense but maybe not all the time you kind of have to drop a hint because it's not always obviously like not mind readers <laughs> oh, for sure. 
But um, Josh, it's been so great having yeah, you. Thank you, um, for having me. thank you so much for sharing just a little bit um, about your heart, being yeah. vulnerable on that topic because I know it's not always an easy thing to do. And thank you for speaking for the entire male population. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, got to represent. Yeah. yeah, exactly, representing the ratio uh, at Samford <laughs> University. But um, yeah, really appreciate it. Um, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at WTW Podcast um, and. We are excited to continue the dating series next week, and Aaron will be back next week um, to continue the series. Um, thank you all, and have a great day. Bye.